1: Welcome to the Donut Racing Show, where we bring a backyard dirt patch mindset to the topiary garden obsessed podium of Formula One racing. I'm Alanis King, joined by my co host, Elizabeth Blackstock, and Nolan Soulburner Sykes is out at Speedway on yet another Soul Quest. So, hello, Elizabeth. How's
2: it going? We decided that uh, since it's just us today, we could actually do something special because it's a freaking summer break. These are the three weeks where F1 drivers get
1: paid to post pics partying in Ibiza or DJing if you're Lando Norris. And because Soul Burner is gone, we invited our friends Brian and Matt from the Red Flags podcast to co-host this week's episode of the Donut Racing Show. Hello to both of you. They're doing like DJ pump-up moves over here.
3: Yes. Yes. Summer break, baby. About to get in some trouble.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, hello. Please introduce yourselves and tell us about your week.
3: You don't want to hear (laughs) about Brian's week. There's a lot. (laughs) You don't want to hear about my week. There's been medical scares abound. Um, My family's in town. People have strep now is the latest. My sister has strep. Um I'm off of my health insurance and I'm calling the New York State of Health and I'm and, and you know what but it's a privilege to be here ignoring my problems for an hour with you guys. Um yeah, I'm Brian and Matt is my co-host. We we do a little podcast about Formula yeah, 1. Yeah,
4: I'm in England or as I like to call it in the F1 space, Mordor.
1: Oh, there <laughs> we go. How's it going in England?
4: It's uh it's good. It's good. I got I got recognized the other day. Which That's was great. Not a, not trying to flex. You 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 brought up uh, interviewing uh, Jensen Button off. <laughs> then, I did. <laughs> I, I did. was like that was a flex. So then I was like, let me flex. As I was literally getting turned away from the restaurant. They're like, sorry, we're at capacity. We can't seat you. And some lady was like, are you the guy from the red flag spot? I was like, yeah, yeah. As I literally shuffle off away into oblivion. Yeah, I'm in the place where everyone tells me to, you know, stick to NASCAR. I'm like, I don't even know what NASCAR is. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: you were at NASCAR recently, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Before we get to the show, we have a few things to talk about today, including what summer break is and what we think of the season so far. But first, I want our listeners to kind of know, who are you? Why are people recognizing you in public? How did you get into Formula One? (laughs) Tell us.
3: (laughs) Um, we're a couple kids from New York City <laughs> who never cared about motorsport a day in our entire lives. And then during the pandemic, we watched the little show, Drive to Survive. We're Drive to Survive conver- yeah. c- convertees. We are part of the cult that is DTS fans. And um, Matt and I grew up together and we were watching, we, we both became obsessed with, with Drive to Survive at the same time. And then we were trying to find a podcast that was fun, and talked about the kind of, like, catty, you know, (laughs) real housewives, you know, drama behind the scenes that talked about the racing, but also talked about that kind of thing, the the DTS fandom, and we couldn't find one, and so we said, you know what, why don't we be the change that we wish to see? Why don't we be the podcast that we wish to see in the world? And we started this two years ago, and now it's taken over our entire lives. I love that.
4: You know I, I gotta say, telling people... Telling people that we've discovered F1 through Drive to Survive is starting to feel <laughs> like telling people I met my girlfriend on Tinder. It just, <laughs> just kind of sucks every time I say it. But, you know, you just got to own it. You know, if you say it like yeah. if you if you say it with your chest, it's OK. That's what we were telling someone recently. It's like you just it's about, it's not how you say it. Right. You're like, it's, right. I, I saw Drive to Survive and I saw Charles Leclerc's put him in, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what I need. This is what I need every day.
1: Okay, but on a like on a less funny note, I think it's actually really impressive that when people say, how did you get into Formula One, you say Drive to Survive, because there is a lot of gatekeeping around Drive to Survive and particularly the female fandom who came from it. And so to have two guys with a successful podcast when they're asked, how did you get into it to say Drive to Survive, I would say is actually pretty cool. Thank you guys for doing like the hard feminist labor for us. I really appreciate it.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
5: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, I
4: think that's a that's a privilege of being a yeah. guy is we can we get we get more yeah. leeway. Like people are less quick to jump down our throats. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of the privilege is we get to be the one we we get to say Charles Leclerc is so hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, that's our male privilege and, that we and, get and, to and, say, and, and "Oh and my the, god, I yeah. want to suck Charles Leclerc." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, that's our privilege.
1: But <laughs> Nolan will say that Charlotte Claire is hot and then we'll have somebody comment and be like, I can't believe the girls are always saying that Charlotte Claire is hot. And it's like, did you hear? There
5: you go.
1: It's
4: crazy. Did you hear
1: the octave at which the person who said that spoke at? Like it was obviously Nolan. <laughs> right,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, people can't, people just can't, can, they can't comprehend it. The feedback that we get is like, did like you know what? we get like yeah. bro, bro. not like how dare <laughs> yeah. you we get like like whoa like bro, like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs>
1: okay I love that so you start this podcast how do you start it are you just like hanging out randomly talking about stuff or do you have a list of like all the hottest housewives topics you're going to talk about how did it start and also how did it progress tell us about that
4: we plan it separately, and we kind of hide it from each other. Ooh.
1: <laughs> the mystery.
4: That's our. That's, yeah,
3: I used we, we to... try to not talk about F one if we're not on the pod. Good. You know what I mean? We don't. We we don't. We don't want to come in with like a hot take or a kind of fun riff, and then be like, <laughs> "We weren't recording." Like we need to do. You know, it's like we do it all remote. I'm in New York. Matt's in LA. I mean, right right now, Matt's in England. Um, but normally we're on either side of the the co- we're on opposite coasts. And, you know, it was just, we were doing race reviews. It was, 2021 season was the first season that we, like, really actively watched, so we had a lot to talk about. So we were just kind of talking about everything that, you know, the races, and go in with as little a plan as as we can, we have our producer Jenny, who is like usually in the chat, kind of keeping us on track <laughs> and being like, "All right, you've talked about this enough. Like, let's move on to something else, or kind of something like that." But uh, yeah, we just try to keep it as. We want it to feel like you're on the couch with us talking about the race after the race. That's the, that's what we offer. We don't offer brilliant technical analysis, <laughs> but we do offer analysis of, like, the interpersonal dynamics between GP and Max when they're bitching at each other on the radio. You know what I mean? And you wanted to feel like you are you're on the couch. So, ultimately, the podcast started because Matt and I were talking about it for, like, three hours anyway, <laughs> and we were like, why don't we just record this? and that's what the podcast yeah, is Yeah
4: and my girlfriend was like you're too career driven you need a hobby <laughs> like to not be a psycho and now now And then you monetized now, it. <laughs> and now I'm just a psycho about two
5: things. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
4: yeah and my weekends yeah, are gone. Where there's gone, a will where there's like, a will what there's a way. Done? What have I done? <laughs> you
1: open up the floodgates okay. for a whole new
4: life yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. You really did.
1: But like, okay, not only have you grown this, but you've also expanded into other series because we ran into each other and met each other in person for the first time at the Ally 400 in Nashville. So like, tell me how you've gotten into other things.
3: Well... Formula One is famously um, elitist and a bit cagey. It's been pretty hard to get access. <laughs> yeah. And we have found the American series to be a bit friendlier and a bit more open. And they want, they want a little piece of this new American uh, fandom for uh, motorsport in general. So we've done a bunch of stuff with... IndyCar which has been amazing and we've gotten really into IndyCar I think the crossover between the the, you know the pathway from F1 to IndyCar is is clean Mm -hmm. pretty it's like there's even crossover with you know the various former F1 drivers who are in IndyCar the IndyCar drivers who are associated with Formula One teams that you know the types you know the open wheel racing all of that is is has been great so we went to the Indy 500 which was Literally the most fun place. It's insane. I want my ashes scattered in the Snake Pit. Yeah, yeah. Indy Five Hundred is the greatest sporting event I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> yeah, room. it's unbelievable. We had the best time ever. NASCAR. We struggled. With- <laughs> 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 um. But it was our first foray into it. Um, we talked. We tried to talk to some of the drivers, ask them a, a few kind of like cheeky questions, and they were not having it. I did. Um, what did I
1: tell you before you walked into that track? I said, they are going to be terrified of you, didn't I?
3: <laughs> yeah, we tried to ask them who was the best looking driver was in, in NASCAR. And, and they, looked they at sounded us like some of our like,
4: commenters, like,
5: what? <laughs>
1: I think it might be MTJ, and I never thought about Martin Truex Jr. like this until several men pointed out that Martin Truex Jr. is good looking, and then I looked at a photo of him and I was like, I see it, like he's kind of dad hot. Marvin Trux is a man's man, like he's, he's one
2: for the dudes. <laughs> That's why all the men like him. Yeah, Ryan Blaney's <laughs> for us us wine moms at home.
4: Yeah, they just kind of looked at us like we were aliens. They they <laughs> they usually they usually just said themselves,
2: yes. or they
4: were like okay. next question. And oh, then Austin <laughs> Dillon! Austin Dillon! I literally almost gave him a heart attack
5: because <laughs> oh bet. right.
4: So th- there was this Bet MGM like promotional thing because this company that we're affiliated <laughs> no. with ha- does work with Bet MGM, and I guess Austin Dillon is affiliated with MGM. Yes, and we were all supposed to do the simulator. Oh, and baby. I, we, and I, everybody else like tried to go fast and like died on the simulator. <laughs> I just drove it very carefully and completed it. And, but I also cheated. Like I, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't follow the pace car. I just, I didn't, cause you're you supposed went to a lap it. behind the pace. I went around the pace car. I was like, that idiots. <laughs> And then I just went and I won the race. Because like you went around
5: the
3: pace car. <laughs>
4: because I went around the pace yes. car and I just won.
3: But and he didn't crash. And I didn't the crash. Us, like, the right. rest of us went around the pace car too, but like took it flat out and crashed.
4: So there was like 12 other cars. And okay. this was really a difficult simulator. Like if you just <laughs> you were hair off the line, you were in the wall. Right. And and so I was just like, I'm just not gonna crash, I'm gonna win this shit. And and I'm gonna and I'm not gonna wait behind the, the pace car. And they didn't penalize you, so it just said, you're in first place. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> so then Austin Dillon comes in late. Everyone's like, it's Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon gets in, waits behind the face car, <laughs> does the warm-up lap, like warms his tires up like an idiot, you know, like doing the little squiggly thing. And then he gets starts getting passed by these other cars, getting hit, hitting the
5: wall. Oh, my God.
4: He goes, How did you guys do And then I go, I won. And his, like, you could see the panic in his face. And then he looks over at the MC. They're like, He did win.
3: <laughs> and then he was like, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. No, no, no. Like, I have to do this again because I'm not going to, like, there, there's just, he we could not fathom that, <laughs> that so Matt funny. had done this.
4: And then to like, they're like, dude, chill out. He like cheated so bad. He he didn't stay behind. And then he was like, oh, okay. But for a second there, they were like, is this the grand, the kid from Gran Turismo? Do we need to make a movie about this guy?
2: (laughs) Real life Ian Martinborough.
4: Yeah, exactly. Niels Blomkamp, come at me. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Is Orlando Bloom about to walk into your house, talk yeah. to your mom, <laughs> and tell you that he needs to take you on a trip? Yeah,
4: exactly. We also had this great PR guy that I loved. <laughs> One guy <laughs> just proposed to this girl like on the start finish line of the Ally uh-huh. Four Hundred, and it was so cute. And then the PR guy was just like so cringe. <laughs> He said that he I was like. He said it so loud. He said it so loud. I'm like, with his like credentials on. <laughs> I was like, like, you dude, think it's cringe that doing? two people? This is a great PR moment for you. The two people <sighs> declare <it> to- <laughs> yeah, He's literally like, ma'am
5: <laughs> Anyway,
4: those are the two highlights of my NASCAR of my NASCAR race. Also, Nashville. Yeah.
5: That's a good city. Oh my god! I, I had no, so. No,
4: I hard disagree. <laughs> oh, the women there—the women there are all on their bachelorettes, yes, and the men are, are all there to storm the Capitol. Those, yes, that's that's exactly. that's,
1: that's, that's, that's it. You're that's telling me that's it. not a good vibe? It's just welcoming. There is
5: the no okay. in between.
1: But I was in Nashville, and I took a picture of the tractor that has I got plowed across the little scoop. And then two weeks later, Elizabeth was in Nashville, and she did the same thing. That is the beauty of Nashville.
2: Ah, ah. The exact opposite vibe of Nashville is... (laughs) Summer (laughs) break. Formula One summer break.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nice segue. Nice segue. Well done.
2: Uh, On the surface... Looks like what we had in school, except for rich kids. a Few weeks off from, yeah. the, from the daily grind, some much-needed time in the sun. Un- unless you were me and a goth child, uh, and they just—they have a lot of yachts and a lot of photo dumps from picturesque locations that I don't think I'll ever be able to afford. This is not just for funsies. It's actually in the rule book, in F1's rule book. It's called the factory shutdown period. the teams and power unit manufacturers have to stop all operations for two weeks and then they can pick which two weeks they want out of the two week, the four week break period. So they don't all have to be shut down at the same time. They just have to kind of tell the FIA when they're actually doing break things.
1: Yeah, so they have to tell the FIA within 30 days of the start of the championship. So all of this is planned way in advance. There are a few exceptions to the shutdown in the rule book, meaning that teams and power unit manufacturers can, among other things, one, make repairs to, quote unquote, seriously damaged during competition preceding the shutdown period cars. So if your car is like messed up enough and the FIA says, yeah, it's messed up, you can work on it. You can also... Service and assemble running or static show cars and their power units, excluding any current car parts. So we're talking about cars that are not relevant to the current competition. They can also operate and use wind tunnels, computer simulations and do other activities for projects unrelated to Formula One. So it cannot be related to their team and their cars They can also do general maintenance, and this is a really good time to do it because the competition part of the factory is shut down. So if you need to like fix something or do software upgrades or whatever unrelated to competition, do it while everybody's gone. I love how vague that is. How do you enforce that? yeah
5: (laughs) how do you yeah
4: how do you enforce that do they have you can only fix this part of the car in this way but like here are all the tools (laughs) and like nobody's watching how do you also like
2: who's stopping me from doing computer simulations on like a formula one adjacent car that's not at all i'm not putting it on the track it's not like
3: Right, what's going in that wind tunnel? Is it Zach Brown just being like, I just want to see how I've shaped (laughs) up aerodynamically.
5: I think
1: think you should do that. I would be very curious. Um, No, like, it's a good question. So do they have, like, a few people from the FIA? Do they, like, draw straws and go, all right, you got to watch everybody during these two weeks. Everybody else is on the beach, but you got to be at the factory making sure nobody's doing anything. Imagine being the FIA scabs. It's gotta be yeah, tough. I know. That would be such a terrible job.
4: Or they have CCTV all the time, and then they, and then yeah. like Red Bull loops it, and then you got you got Keanu Reeves like like speed the Arizona like Wild Arizona Wild. He can
3: see you, <laughs> and they tell loop that the wildcat behind the wheel to not do anything crazy. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> I don't know, I, you know, who knows, I feel like so much of it is done on, like, the quote, the honor system, and none of these people have honor, yes. or, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, exactly, can the FIA really afford that, and, like, who, you know, you're gonna tell Toto Wolf like, the you know, it's like, you're really, you know, it's, it's I just don't, it's all done I, on the honor system. I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I don't want
2: to be the guy that has to like come up to Christian Horner and be like, "Actually, you did a little bit wrong here." Like, how am I gonna outlit? Okay, but him? I actually—he's just gonna do. yell at me until I back down. <laughs> you see, I actually you want do to. want to be that
1: because <laughs> I'm if not of <laughs> person. If I got to do a screaming match with Christian Horner, it would be a highlight of my life.
3: Yeah, uh, I I, hard I, agree. I believe that you could. Do- I believe that you could do that, but it would be about Chris Angel and then it wouldn't even be about you know, it wouldn't even be about him doing something illegal on the He
1: wouldn't even know know who Chris Angel was. He would be like, Can you like
3: Has that has that ever stopped you before? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Ask Max for stab,
5: and it has not stopped me. You have five minutes with
4: Max Verstappen. You're like, great. So that's four and a half minutes of Chris Angel questions. No,
5: no. It was about five minutes and
1: one second of Chris Angel questions. <laughs> the summer break concept. Let's get her
2: on track for one second. It became a thing as F1 got a longer and longer schedule. And by longer, we mean more races, not so much like time in between. Because back in the day, the set schedule used to like start in January. And then there'd be like two months off. There are more than 20 races now. That's like far too many. If you look at an F1 calendar, even in the early 2000s, the July and August break kind of naturally formed as things were going. And then like, why not just make it mandated? Because we
1: love rules. So motorsport.com recently did a very handy breakdown of summer break, including a section on what team personnel can actually do. Under the honor system, some of the departments that can keep working include marketing, finance, and legal. Personally, I think they should get a break. Drivers, they basically just do a debrief after the last pre-summer break race, and then they fulfill any media and marketing engagements they need to do. Then they come back from their yachting and whatever they're doing the week before the next race, and they get on the simulator.
4: Can you imagine doing, like, a expense reports, like, at, you know, <laughs> 7 o'clock and just seeing a Pierre Gasly thirst trap?
1: From- oh, <laughs> wouldn't it be awful? Yeah. You're in your damn yeah. cubicle and Pierre Gasly is, like, jumping in the ocean somewhere.
4: Yeah. I don't know if
2: anyone else has seen this, but, like, apparently both of the Ferrari drivers have been going absolutely unhinged, like, during the, the like, five days of break we've already had. Carlos, I heard, was at, like, a Red Bull party so, already, like, perhaps bad news bears. And Charles Leclerc, allegedly, I heard, was in Corsica, hitchhiking rides to the freaking grocery store with hitchhiking? fans. Hitchhiking? Hitchhiking rides to the grocery store with fans. Mm. Are that you man, Wait. That man shed every single brain cell he had before he left the womb, and there's no survival instinct left. He's just he- having fun. <laughs>
1: does he, like, does he not realize that he probably shouldn't be hitchhiking with the people who are showing up outside of his apartment. He also didn't realize that he shouldn't be chasing down watch thieves in a
2: Ferrari, and he did it yeah. anyway. So,
3: well, he like, <laughs> wait, he, also, I, he was also every traffic
4: law as he did it. Like, we're just,
3: f- yeah, we're just still yeah. not past the hitchhiking part. Where did you know that's that is clinically insane if that's <laughs> true. I don't, I don't believe that that's, I cannot <laughs> to believe to that more that's details
1: that's true. Of this.
2: I saw it this morning when I logged onto Twitter.
3: I could see... Uh, Charlotte Claire would not be the person that I would expect to be hitchhiking. I mean, I've got, I have it gotten lunch. That's now. a Valtteri like, Botas move. a nice move. place. That's a Botas move. That's a, that's a Pierre Gasly at the end of a night move. Yes, it is. Um,
1: I could, no, Charles Claire. that's a no, dude... No, he's
3: touched by the angels.
1: Uh, yeah, but that's a dude who like wears banana suits. He'll get in. If the car is nice
2: enough, he's going to get in. If it's, like, you look, like, respectable.
3: Well, he did just sign this humongous, this this he, absolutely humongous contract. Yeah,
4: why didn't he just, like, call a lift? Is he on one of these islands where you need, like, $100 million to just be on the island? <laughs> and then he's just, Probably. like, he's just hitchhiking from people he knows are millionaires. With
1: other billionaires.
4: Yeah, exactly. He just sees, right. like, a
1: Rolls Royce, and he's like, hey, let me in there. Like... I could see that. I could see that. I still believe he has zero survival instinct. Oh, absolutely none, none at all. I'm very curious to see you confirm this, Elizabeth. I have only hitchhiked once in my life, and I was like twelve. So,
4: you—that's crazy <laughs> that you
1: did. I don't <laughs> think I've ever done it. No,
2: yeah,
3: I can't. things were different back in the '60s. You know, <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> listen, I was a lot wilder back then. Where were you going? Uh, it was 2 o'clock in the morning And my friend and I decided to sneak out And walk two miles to McDonald's Because we thought it would be funny But we didn't make it and her mom called And was like hey are you in the house And she was like yeah totally <laughs> And we had to get back To the house very quickly And oh so God. we just went Up to a random home And knocked on the door At 2 o'clock in the morning And said can you take this us back to our house This is how horror movies start <laughs> It was
3: terrible. Yeah, I think my gro- I think my girlfriend listens to lots of podcasts that start that way. <laughs>
1: listen, um, listen. I had fewer survival instincts back then, kind of like Charles Clare.
3: Yeah, um, but you at
4: twelve
0: is about Charles now. So yes, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it all tracks. Oh yeah. my goodness! It all makes sense.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
2: While we're on summer break and we have you guys, we thought like this is a great opportunity to just kind of like touch on some of the best moments of our season because we've certainly had uh, some things happen, such as yeah, Max Verstappen few. winning winning everything all the time and forever. What are your thoughts on Max Verstappen? Where where are you sitting with him? Everyone, I feel like, has has a strong opinion. They either love him or hate him, and I want to know where you sit.
3: Well, he's he's goaded. I mean, he's there.
5: We go.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, Like you cannot deny the fact that he's like one of the best talents in the history of Formula One. I mean, the run that he's going on right now, which doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon, is probably he's going he's going to shatter every record in terms of like consecutive wins in terms of this season of dominance now the cars are more reliable than they were when senna was having his you know when when senna was setting his records and you know this red bull engine doesn't seem like anything can kill it but the fact that sergio perez who is a very solid formula 1 driver is you know Literally, deceased. like, broke his psyche trying to compete with him. And, you know, you can. We were at Miami, and it seemed like, okay, Miami was where Perez was maybe going to <laughs> establish himself. That was back in the, in the moment where it was like, maybe we'll have a title no. right here. Yeah. And Max was starting in ninth. Charles went off, screwed him in qualifying. He didn't get the good lap in Q3, starting in ninth. And then, you know, the, the from that point on, it was like, no, 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 no. There's no title fight. I am Max Verstappen, and you will respect my fight. The skillset. fight
2: is how fast he can get the
1: title, how soon exactly. in the season he can acquire
2: that. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: totally uh, agree.
3: Well, Logan Sargent is is officially out, as everyone's been pointing <gasps> out on Twitter. Oh, that's so sad. Um, wait, which is, wait, what? <laughs> he's officially out. He's officially of the out title. of the championship. He can't win. Oh, oh. He can't, can't win the championship. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's geez. a dumb Twitter joke. Anyway, yeah, that's that's what I you know I think. It's undeniable. Mm-hmm.
4: I really just don't understand people that like don't like him, but just can't just give it up.
2: Yeah, no, the, the, no. They can't I'm going to parse... hold on to my hatred of this man till I die. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, you, I get that you don't like him as a person. That's fine. Yes, totally fine. But to not be able to parse your hatred of him as a human being. But there are people that just that they, they let that bleed into their opinion of him as a driver. Are you one of those people before I go?
5: Before I get- you
2: know what? No, I was going to say, go on your tangent and I will I will
5: <laughs> try.
2: No, it's I don't like him because he replaced John Eric Fern. Yeah, in that's, literally like, it. Oh, <laughs>
5: that's
3: literally That's literally it. Let it go, Jesus. darling. No, Let it go. No, <laughs> Move no. on. I I don't even know who that <laughs> is. I <laughs> <No, laughs> don't even know who that is. <laughs>
5: wow.
4: Well, that is crazy. I thought there's so many Mm -hmm. better reasons not to like him. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) People have so many legitimate reasons to hate Max. Elizabeth
1: should have a bond with Max Verstappen. Kind of like I have a bond with Max Verstappen. Because all three of us have daddy issues. And, like, we need a bond here, Elizabeth. His dad left him at a gas station. All right, listen. I get it, (laughs) but also... Cut contact first, and then we'll talk. And then we'll talk. You gotta cut contact. Yep. He's gotta quit coming mm-hmm. to the race.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh no, mm-hmm. no, he will. That that relationship will will never. You know, like so there's been all these famous overbearing dads and their and their overachieving sons, and then there's always a break. Yes, you know, the, you know Beyonce fired her dad as her manager. Lewis fired Anthony. That's this happens. It's not happening with Josh. No, like it's, you don't think it's J- ever gonna
4: happen. I don't think so. I think
1: the only thing Max Verstappen is actually scared of is his father.
3: Wait, are you guys?
4: Wait, he gives it. I, he gives it to his dad though. Like, I like yeah, th- the, uh, Have
3: you all watched the um? There they did this this three part docu series about Max. No, I have documentary. not seen this. I have it not is seen that. it is amazing. It's very hard to find. We had to kind of watch it on Tumblr, um, <laughs> yeah, in in yes. in five minute seg in forty five five minute segments, but. <laughs> It's amazing the banter that he has with his dad when he like when he starts giving it back when you know when they're sparring and he just mm. hits him with a with a quick
4: jab. He'll hit his dad with a quick jab.
3: Oh he, yeah.
1: He'll he punches his father.
4: For well, his <laughs> dad, I, oh. no, Not literally. I mean maybe off camera.
3: <laughs> yeah, sorry. we don't know. <laughs> know what happens. We don't know what's going on. No, but his dad
4: will doors, his but. dad will break his balls and then he'll just he'll just hit him with a quick one
1: okay okay like, not, and
4: what not he can a, always have, have on him is
3: like you sucked in formula one and, and that will never not be the case that's yeah. so true. As, it's also true yeah so like yeah you were you were mid af and i'm goaded so wait so yeah. are you
4: guys are you do you mind if i ask are you too estranged from your dad oh yeah like yeah. no Extreme, contact no,
1: no contact correct Oh wow. Max, yeah. I recommend Max is
3: Max, so, so Max is still in it and you're like, I can't, I can't invest in you.
1: No. You can't
2: know how bad you're in it until you're out of it. He's gotta get out of it. Yes.
3: It. I don't think do get he'll out ever of I don't he think might. he'll you ever
4: guys, get out. How did you guys get like what's your advice to like what's the first step to okay. get out of it? Or there's no or first, there's no one step, it's just you stop.
1: First step criminal trespass warning. They can't come on your property. <laughs>
3: Okay, okay <laughs> Max,
1: I know you have a big property criminal <laughs> trespass warning. Don't Take let your practical
4: you're giving him practical advice. I'm talking about emotional oh,
1: advice. Oh, <laughs> emotional. I don't know.
3: You're like second. <laughs> step. I think that Max Air feels mace. sorry for Yas. I think he feels sorry for his dad.
1: Yeah, but you can never feel, can't so, can't feel sorry for That's how they get them. you. That's how that is exactly how they get you. It is emotional oh. manipulation. They know you feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. That's how they keep mm-hmm. you around. You but cannot.
3: The last thing Joss wanted from Max was for him to feel sorry for him. I think that Max feeling sorry for Joss is, like, kills Joss.
1: You you cannot give in. You still can't give I in. I don't yeah. disagree. You can't but. feel sorry for him. Yeah. But.
3: Sure, sure. Yeah, I think No, I mean, he's, no he's, emotions he's of there. sympathy.
1: Exactly. No so. sympathy. No answering the phone. No nothing. If you mm-hmm. answer the phone and mm-hmm. it's, like, a different number. It's over. And they say something, you hang up. You don't talk. You know what his problem mm-hmm. is?
4: I think is he's so not in
3: touch with his shit in a lot of ways. Right.
1: I don't think any Formula One driver knows
2: who they are as a person.
3: <laughs> Some of them are like at least aware of the fact that there's sadness there. You know, they don't know what to do with it, but they're like they're definitely LeClaire, aware. Leclerc is <laughs> yeah. like
4: I am sad, but um, <laughs> yeah. Leclerc is the billionaire of Formula Lando One. Lando, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lando, yeah. But but here's the thing: what 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 is fascinating? What you do learn about max in this docu-series is that he um he like lewis they both both their parents divorced when they were young and max like lewis when they were both the exact same age separated from their mothers and went to live with their dads to focus on their carding oh and i find that so interesting that they both left their mothers and spent way less time with their mothers and like we're all in with their dads. I'm not, Anthony and Josh. Obviously, completely... I need
2: to find this. I need and to find get this. Throw on this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth,
3: yeah. It's very. This, is, this Elizabeth, is what I wrote well,
2: my freaking graduate thesis on. Elizabeth. Well, well, also
3: in this, in this, um, in this doc, Mac, Mac says that um, he wasn't. What did he say? That he was. It doesn't. Wasn't it didn't affect by... him at all. Oh no. This separation
4: Max. didn't. But. It didn't affect them. He goes, it didn't affect him at all. Like these high achievement people, they refuse to take, they refuse to vict- feel victimized in any way. They just are uh-huh. like, they just put it in the back burner and they use it to put a second on everybody else. <laughs> a <laughs> lap. So they use it as fuel. But then they asked him, like, did he have any childhood? He was asked if he had any childhood, um, like toys, mementos. mementos. And it was his mother's maternity dress. That was covered in afterbirth. What? Yes. What? And he yeah. took it to bed with him every night until it dissolved into nothing.
1: You know what? I so
3: this isn't that crazy.
4: Good for him. Elizabeth so he has it, just it, thrown
3: it, her glasses off of her face and is it, covering so her mouth so in so shock. in one so in one <laughs> respect, he says it means nothing to
4: him. And then he'll also go ahead and say that he he held his mother's afterbirthy maternity dress every night. As a
5: child,
1: okay, but is th- is this maybe like a like an egocentric thing? Like I was born into greatness. Like I don't think
5: so.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's just too weird. It I just can't. doesn't see these things that... rosebud <laughs> thing that we're talking about here. I, yeah, it's yeah, I can't. so interesting.
3: There's also a great like a uh, f- uh, home video where Max is like on the toilet and um, <laughs> Yas is like. Oh, like, and this is where Max, you know, like, oh, Max is on the toilet over there. And he goes, and this is where mommy and daddy sleep. And then Max goes, no. Like, you slept on the couch last night. And you're what? like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and the dad's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Yasha's like, all right,
5: moving, moving right along. Wait, how did they get
1: this? I've been deprived of this
5: for how long? Yes.
3: No, it's amazing. It's amazing. How did, it's it amazing. Is fantastic. How did they get it's this called footage? the anatomy of a champion. It's he made it. It's like he he was, he's uh, oh. he's he uh, you know helped get it made. It's like he's behind it, and it's and it's revealing. It's not like a. It's not just like a sugar coated. You know, like it's it's. the it sugar coat some stuff. You know, I, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, pretty... yeah.
4: My dad was arrested twice. I know. He spent some time in prison. Yada yada yada. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. uh
1: Whose dad didn't? Whose <laughs> dad <laughs> didn't? To me, yeah, honestly. right. Like, right, right. why <laughs> is that? That rookie numbers twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really have anything else to say now. Yeah,
3: I mean we're fascinated by Max. You know, we're not just like blind fanboys. Like we are, we we find him to be a fascinating character. Um, the rage, the family history, the like, the greatness that he is at what cost. Like all that stuff makes up for Max, which is which is fascinating to 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 us. So
5: stay
2: tuned for our deep dive into Max Verstappen's psyche, which is inevitably coming (laughs) now that I know there's this fodder out there that exists. Oh, Elizabeth, yeah. we need yeah. a watch party.
1: We need oh, a watch oh party. God, we oh,
3: We do. Yeah, I mean, listen, we did do an episode about it on our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash pod if you want to sign up and listen to that. We did an episode about that. Where we break it all down. But, um, you yeah, know, that's if you listen to the podcast first, see if you want, it, yeah, you know, you arm want to. Ch- armchair psychology. See if you that's hate us. Do. Armchair psychology is what we're all about on this pod.
1: Oh my god. His
3: mother, his mother's a character too. <laughs> We've been kind of fascinated by by um, another parent of, on the grid. Let's
1: go. Ooh, who do we got?
3: Oscar Piastri's mother?
1: Go. For, mm. I don't I don't think I've paid any attention to Oscar's mother.
4: She just subtweets him all the time. What? Well she, I've like, seen that. Yes. Wait, yeah, she, I've she, seen I seen just She's found that out that,
3: I just found out that subtweeting is not actually technically what she does. I guess subtweeting oh. is when when no, you talk about someone without actually naming them. She no, just no, like no. Comments, she names him. She comments. She names him. She just like comments on all of this stuff in this very kind of overbearing kind of very Jewish motherly kind of guilt-ridden kind of way. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, he said he's he, sometimes he tweeted something about, like, I got to buy something for my mom while I'm in while I'm here. And she goes, won't hold my breath. Like, you told me you were going to get me something at, you know, from Baku and I didn't get anything there. What? You know, she yeah. calls him hold out on. for, like, using self-tanner. She, like, kind of, why don't you call me more? Kind of like, you know, saying this kind of stuff publicly. You know, one of the most interesting parts of the season so far has been. Oscar Piastri's rookie season it's been you know pretty it has been great pretty fantastic especially these last few weeks and you know there's an there's a there's (laughs) there's another kind of potentially toxic parent who's kind of making her way downtown she
1: addresses him by his full name she'll say Oscar Jack Piastri like on Twitter yeah. That's so funny. Damn.
2: And it gets like, like millions
3: it's... of impressions. Like, I mean, people like. She has more
4: followers
1: than me. <laughs> yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness.
4: Yeah, she's trolling her kid for clout. Good for her.
1: Good for her.
4: Alana, no, really you, you say that. say no, that. say that.
1: In Oscar's defense, his grandma used to add cocoa powder to his Play-Doh, so it smelled delicious. Like, did he eat it?
5: <laughs> what?
3: i could I see mean, i could didn't? see oscar eating some play-doh that could explain a couple of things yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he's he's my
4: new like alonzo's always been my guy and of course yeah. you know i was fully wet constantly <laughs> for the beginning of the season <laughs> and then obviously since canada i want to say a lot they've kind of cooled off because brian and i have said that um <laughs> It feels like acid Martin like cheated on the test and then we're now and have now been asked, like, come to the board and show their work.
1: And they're like, no, they're
4: like, "Mm,
3: mm, no. Fernando's
1: (laughs) blaming the tire compounds. Fernando,
2: I love his excuses and the things that he has to say.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, Fernando doesn't want to blame Lawrence Stroll or anyone from Aston Martin. that's
4: healthy. That's good. Yeah. That he should do. He should blame the tire compound because he's got. Cause knowing him, he's got to blame someone, and he's like trying really hard not to point the finger at Aston. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Not the guy who's giving you all that money. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah. No, I mean in six weeks, like you know, his go-to is like GP two engine, GP two engine. You know,
3: but, <laughs> And, you know, Honda's coming in and, you know, they might not want, you know, he's had a bad history with Honda. So he's trying to be a good, he's trying to be a a good boy (laughs) for the, for the sponsors.
4: Right. But so, so since, you know, he, he, he's sort of fallen off a little bit. I've, I've really taken an Oscar and like, like he's my new favorite rogue of a character. Mm. He's such a off color, not branded Gen Z, you know, complete like his his real personality is like online and then in real life he's just kind of a meat puppet <laughs> I completely
5: love him. Yeah, I've
1: never like gotten a vibe from him that he has any personality whatsoever I'm in the same boat the only thing like I'm still looking at his mom's tweets if you're curious it's Nicole Piastri on Twitter and someone tweets at Nicole and says how's Nicole Piastri right now and Nicole goes why what happened and it was I think from It was Oscar um, qualifying P3, and then she sees a tweet about Oscar qualifying P3, and she goes, I fell asleep waiting for qualifying, (laughs) so she completely missed it, and everybody is, like, asking her about it, and she's like, what happened? What is going on?
4: So she like dunks on him and then goes to sleep and misses his like crowning. His yeah, <laughs> yes. That's yes.
2: not the, You're not getting Twitter clout for reacting to your son doing well. You're getting Twitter clout for sassing him. <laughs> yeah. Someone photoshopped
1: him as Saint Oscar Piastri and she responded, good Lord, the real one. This needs to stop. <laughs> And then the person who made the St. Oscar pictures said, at Nicole Piastri, sorry for the St. Oscar pictures. I thought you were a fan account of Oscar. I'm new in the fandom. (laughs) Forgive me, please. And Nicole said, you are forgiven. (laughs) I'm so
2: curious as to how this relationship actually, like, functions. Because this just feels like a lot. Like, I don't know. My mom... My mom is very proud of the things that I have done with my life, but she's like, I will never follow you on the internet because I just don't want to know that much about
3: you. <laughs> oh, like imagine
2: God. having your mom just like everything, everything you've ever said she's going to comment on.
3: I think the things that surround him are fascinating. Lando Norris being the way that Lando Norris is c- contrasted with his kind of monotone you know just kind of like doesn't complain at all i mean on the radio when lando's like what are they even doing here get them off of my track and then meanwhile you know, like oscar gets like run off the road and then he's like it's fine yeah, yeah, don't worry about it yeah, it's fine everything's okay you know it's a beautiful it's a beautiful dynamic and they're both just like so tiny and hairless and it's and it's that- amazing and they're both so good
1: no lando has hair on his chin
3: yeah that's right yeah that's right, right. I'm sorry,
1: hair on his Death chinny chin chin <laughs> hmm. do we think they're gonna stay good speaking of them like is McLaren gonna stay good the rest mm. of the year or is they just gonna fall off I want to see a third challenger enter the ring
2: like we had Aston Martin now we have McLaren in the back half of the year let's get like
5: Williams. Alpine.
2: Let's get Alpine. <laughs> Honestly,
3: now let's that see what now
4: now now that Bonotto's <laughs> coming in, now they
3: cleared in. out the dead weight. <laughs> now <laughs> Bonotto's going to come in, and this engine's about to be lit. Oh, this how happy is be...
4: Ferrari for how grateful is you know when they do their rosebud thorn? Is everybody at Ferrari just so grateful for Alpine right now? Mm. For out Ferrariing Ferrari,
1: it could always be worse. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I feel like Alpine. Yes. You could say maybe they out Ferrari Ferrari, but in my opinion, the most egregious thing this year has been the drivers messing up, not the team necessarily. Like they mm. are just they are penalty kings. I feel like they have more penalties mm. than they do points. What do they have? Like I think they have fifty seven points so far this year. Alpine team, yeah, they have fifty seven yeah. points and they're six in the standings. I feel like they are probably close to fifty seven penalties at this point. I love that, like, both of their drivers are just on the cusp of, like, maybe you just won't race next week. It's maybe
2: over. you'll get a race ban.
1: <laughs> it's fine. I
2: right.
4: also think we have to remember that they that their engine, I've read, it, is, like, 30 horsepower down. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's not Otmar's fault.
1: So the only place they can speed is in the pits.
4: Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> also, the guy who was in charge of their engine project that sucks is the guy running the team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That seems like it worked out so well for everyone involved. I'm I'm sure that there's nothing that's going to go wrong.
4: They got fourth last year only because uh, Lando was driving a one-car team, like it was a one-car team. So (laughs) they're not really far off where they should be.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's really just been like, I don't know, the penalties have been overwhelming. I haven't really made fun of their team strategy and their team standing this year because i just keep getting distracted by esteban and pierre just going wild i think like personally i think this is the french way
2: right you're (laughs) gonna have a french team with two french drivers it has to be an absolute disaster no one can have a fun time like it just has to be a mess
3: yeah there's just gonna be resentments resentments abound (laughs) i was in paris
4: and um we were at this cafe this romantic cafe and my girlfriend was like can i get an aperol spritz because it was on the menu mm. and the the french guy the waiter was like do you know how to make that and we were like
1: no that's your job
4: no that's your job <laughs> she, he goes well the barman died <laughs> what, so, what? <laughs> yeah so um is there i we didn't ask right now <laughs> We were like, went like, did you? Did he die? Yeah, did he die this morning? <laughs> like, could you not replace him? And and then uh, we were like, oh, sorry so for th- your loss. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we could make you a margarita. That's about it. And we were like, okay. And then I texted Brian this picture. This didn't. This was not a margarita. This was like. This looked like highlighter.
5: That's fun, <laughs> <bottom laughs> dude.
4: That yeah, that's just Mountain
5: Mountain Dew. Dew. Um, yeah, that's Mountain Dew. Dew. Um, that's Mountain exactly, Dew. Exactly, no, no, no. It is, it is, Mountain, like. Dew. <laughs> it is <laughs> Mountain Dew. It is Mountain Dew. Okay, but here's the question. Were
1: they going to bring you behind the bar and have you make it yourself? Or were they going to ask you how to make it and then try? And if you made it yourself, would it be free?
4: I don't know. The guy literally had a cigarette hanging from his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I remember one time they, they they spilled a bottle of wine like on me and they asked if I wanted to order another bottle of wine and pay
5: for it. You know
4: what I mean? They, it's no a shame. whole other vibe over there. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think the big story is?
1: I don't know. I mean, obviously the obvious big story is Max and Red Bull. And the question yeah. is, can they win every race? And like, that is a very common question we have when a team is super dominant. We had this with Mercedes many, many times in the 2010s. Can they win every single race this season? I think is my current question. I think my big one now is like, what are we doing with Daniel Ricardo? Yes,
2: that too. Like,
5: Mm. we just
2: brought this guy in, plopped him into seat, and now it's like, all right, figure it out. And he's not done particularly well, which I think is just great. Like, good for him. Poor guy.
4: It's only been two races. He's only been two races. He beat Yuki in the first race. That's
2: true. That's true. He did all like he did fine. I just don't know. Like, is it going to be enough?
3: Well, you know yeah. What like, I mean? what's what's he gonna be able to like really prove in that car that's gonna make them you that's know want to give him the Red Bull? See, apparently, also I saw this this you know I don't know if this is actually true, but uh, that the 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 deal with Zach Brown and McLaren was that it was six months he couldn't race for six months in F one. Yeah, and then I think. And then I think it was six months and ten days when he replaced Devries. Ooh, so like I think that they were. So this was very aware of the, the clock on Danny, and that you know, like they, you know, may, there might have been like, a, let's, you know, let's try out Devries, and hey, if Devries is wow. Devries sucks, we got Danny in six months. Damn.
1: Jeez. Okay. That's wow, bears. that's cool. So I, I do have a question about Danny, but first, does Red Bull win every race, or does someone else win a race?
3: No, they win every race, I think. Okay.
1: Are are we all in agreement that Red Bull wins every race? Yeah. I think there has to be a race where something happens to Max and Checo doesn't pull it off.
4: Checo doesn't deliver, yeah.
1: if they don't win every race, who does win? Who wins the one straggling race where Red Bull doesn't get it? Is it it Mercedes? Is it Ferrari? It's it's George Russell.
2: It's George Russell, (laughs) and I'm going to tell you why. It's because (laughs) his little behind-the-scenes engineering that he does, where every race Mm, he's got some strategy, Mm. some crazy little thing, this little, like, trick out of his sleeve he's going to pull out. It's going to work once. He's like a little magician. Magician. It's going to work one single time. It's going to be, like, maybe the highlight of his career, where he, like, tire-strategyed his way into a win, where,
1: like, after Red Bull had somehow died. This is-
2: He loves a gimmick.
4: He does. He loves a gimmick.
1: I think this is a really good suggestion. So if Red Bull does not win every race, George Russell wins. But does George Russell win with both Red Bulls running and unailed, Like they're running and they're fine. No. They haven't no. hit something.
5: <laughs> Absolutely not. No. So you maxes out
1: Perez is in and fine. Okay, so you don't <laughs> think that there's like some kind of mistake that happens at some point where the car is working, but they made a mistake. No. No. Something has to happen to Max.
4: Um, oh, no, oh, I think running, I, it might be a like, knocked, like hit, hit and knocked to the back. You right. know, yes. And running, sure. But like, I could see George Russell
3: spinning one of them out and not getting a penalty. <laughs> yeah and and you know i think it's and, fair and game at this point
1: like do would we give somebody a penalty for spinning out a red bull like it, you know
3: like... i did see someone throw so, so, uh, out. i forget who this was for all i know it might have been one of one of you two but they like if after max claims the championship he should just start every race p20 I you know. Like I once definitely. You, once you no, have the I championship, think. you just start them in last. I think Elizabeth and, then...
1: and I are in, on the same boat here, so I'm gonna let Elizabeth. I say think we are. What she thinks. I think we
5: are.
3: Yeah. What's your What's your What's your take?
1: Golden NASCAR trucks. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Go, Max. <laughs> man, here's the thing, mm-hmm. Max. You win the championship. Go run a NASCAR truck race. Then go run, well, no, before you win the championship, it's summer break. Go run Tony Stewart and Friends, SRX, <gasps> Superstar Racing, Tony <gasps> Carr. Go run Tony Carr. Go run NASCAR. Maybe even run an IndyCar race. Run as many series as you possibly can mm. and say Ooh. you ran like 10 series and still won the championship. It doesn't That's matter. That's
4: a flex. Yeah, mm. it doesn't matter. That's <laughs> I, a huge I, I, flex. I wanted Elizabeth to say, give Eric Verne the seat. (laughs) seat. Put him
1: back in. And see what
3: the kid can do. He never
4: got a chance.
1: No, put put Yoss in the seat. Say, all right, Dad, (gasps) go for it. Go on, dad. See what with the best
2: car on the grid, Dad, you have a chance to not be mid.
4: (laughs) Honestly, I don't get why he keeps racing after he clinches, because you know, they do this in the NBA. It's like, why risk injury? Or something no, go risk Tim.
1: injury somewhere else. It's the points
2: they get, yeah.
4: Go, go race ovals, that'll be safe, yeah. That'll, that'll um, be super safe. Yeah.
2: Dirt late models, please. Dirt
1: late models, Max. Let's go.
4: Do we think uh, the best talent is being tapped from the feeder series here, or do we think there's somebody being no, left? No, absolutely out in not. IndyCar? I
1: was I was talking to my husband about this, I think, yesterday. Formula One and the super license system is not about how good you are. It is about how well you adhere to the European ladder system. That is exactly what it is. Love Roman Grosjean. Think Think he's great. He runs fifth or sixth place every week in IndyCar. He was a Formula One driver for a long time. He has not won an IndyCar race yet. That doesn't mean he's bad. Like, he's good. But he has not won an IndyCar race yet. Therefore, there are drivers in IndyCar who are performing better than him every single week in an open-wheel car. Formula One and Super Licenses reward you based on your adherence to the European ladder system, not based on how you perform in general. I have a rant on this, and if
2: you want to listen to it, actually, it was I just recorded a podcast about this exact topic yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With my good buddies at the F1 or F-Off podcast. There we uh, go. I went freaking into it because I I definitely think, like, the FI is just a click, right? Like, it's just like the Europeans were like, we're going to do our thing and we're going to leave everyone else out. And if you do it differently, you're wrong. Yes. It's fine. It's fine. But, but who's the
4: guy? Because I don't Alex think below. Logan start. Yeah. yeah, it's Alex
3: Palau.
2: Alex Palau. For sure. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's Alex Pole and I really wanted it to be <laughs> I really wanted it to be Pato Award but
2: <laughs> I wanted it to be Pato but then I Right now want he's them to right now he's, really
3: yeah, now, he, now he's really rocking... Yeah, but we now he's really rocking the like I'm the Daniel Ricciardo of of IndyCar yes. where like I'm definitely good and I'm around but like I'm I'm charming baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: You're so right. You're so right. Um on the topic of Formula 1 and champions yes. over there. Do we think Lewis Hamilton is ever going to win another title? Like, he's 38 now. He's 38, and the Red Bulls he's are super good. He's years old. Man, mm-hmm. That man is 38 years that, old. That man is a handsome 38. That yes. like He's just gotten um, younger. This year is a foregone conclusion, and what's wild about Formula 1 is, like, two months into the season, you can tell when that year is, like, done for that driver and as they get older it gets sadder because two months in you're like yep nope no no eighth title for lewis this year he's gonna have to wait until he's like 39 do we think he ever wins another title
4: no unless max retires
1: max max
4: retires retires then i think everyone says the red bulls are rocket ship the red bulls are rocket ship the red bulls are rocket ship but look how Checo's doing in it. I mean, is the Red Bull? I mean, the Red Bull's good, but is it? Is it? Is have you it, guys?
2: Uh, have you guys read the Players Tribune article from Alex Albon?
3: Oh no, he,
4: he talks
2: he, about this. He talks about this part where the car and the Red Bull is set up exclusively for Max, oh, who right. has a distinctly right. different driving style. And yeah, he like, said it's really he sensitive. Wants. It's
3: like crazy mm-hmm. sensitive. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like a so video like, game on, like
4: yeah.
2: Yeah, they're just like, they're built, the car is a rocket ship for a single driver. Mm-hmm. They're not like, like maybe oh, they yeah. could engineer it for Checo if Checo were to become the first driver on that team. But that's not going to happen. Like Max just, mm-hmm. they picked Max as their golden boy and he will continue to be that until whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Until Mercedes gets good again after another rule change.
3: Well, Mercedes could get I mean it's like you know the next reg is 2026. Right? Lewis
1: is going to be Fernando Alonso years old by then.
3: Well, Fernando Alonso is 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 racing great and Lewis is still racing racing great. You're so and right. And listen, Liz, <laughs> listen. If Lewis's hairline can make the comeback that it made, then I believe <laughs> Well, I think it had a little help. I think
1: it had a little help.
3: Well, well, right. Lewis needs a little help. Lewis needs a little help. It's not, so not help. just him; he needs a little help from the Aero department. That's okay? So true. Can I can I say this?
4: Lewis needs a little help, and you know he needs it from he needs it from Total Wolf. And I got to say this: I think Total Wolf he's on fraud watch for me.
3: Yeah, we think Ooh. he's a bit of a came fraud. in.
4: I've said we said this Ooh. on our pod. He came in in when, 2012 2013. He, he came in on an engine in a, in, in a, in a, in a regulation change. I don't remember oh. the exact year. He came in on a regulation change. The, the, the yeah.
1: V six turbo arrow began for the yeah. 2014 season, right? When
4: he came in, yeah. he came in when Braun had designed that car, had mm-hmm. designed that concept. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I, I was in charge of that car after that, and I should be responsible for those seven titles. Fine. But I think the sign of a, Great team principle is if and a and a great driver, by the way, is if you can win in multiple uh, reg changes. Mm-hmm. And Total Wolf, Christian's done it. Christian and uh, Christian has done it, and now Max has done it too. Christian has right?
3: won Max in has, Christian's won in three different regulations. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So it, 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 and yeah. Lewis has done it. Lewis has won in different
4: regulations. Yeah. He's won in two. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the sign is not necessarily how many championships you win, but like how many different eras you can do it in because it shows how adaptable you are and how Mm -hmm. many times you can get it up because it's kind of like running it back the same because you get a good car and you just run it back over and over and over again. That's what may, I think makes Vettel a little overrated, right? Because he just won his, he just won it over and over and over again in the same regulation. So I think it until Toto can prove to me that he can like marshal a group of guys around a concept that can win, you know. I I just don't buy it. I just, he, he did it one time and you could attribute that to Braun.
1: This is a hot take. No, this is good. I respect yeah. it. It's a good take. It's hot.
3: Yeah. Wow. I mean, also, he's a guy. He's like a tech guy. Yeah. He's a he made money he's, he even, got, he's
4: a finance guy. He's a money guy. He's a
3: fintech guy. He's a fintech <laughs> guy <laughs> who, 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 who. Made a couple kind of like cheeky deals and became rich and then kind of was like, oh, I used to like, you know, I wanted to be a racer for a couple of years there. Why don't yeah. I give that another taste? He
4: bought his way into Mercedes. They were like, yeah. we need money. And he was like, I'll give you but guys money. Let me ru- run the Isn't that the, the team. American
2: dream? That it, yeah, 100%. Like, we I just, just want to be a dentist racing cars for a living. Like, <laughs> so I just I. want to be Toto Wolf buying a team.
3: Sure, but you might get found. You know, you might get found out when the push comes okay, to the shove. Yeah. And and he's a and he's a master brand. Like the brand is strong. I mean, we go to these races, and every and every guy over the age of forty is wearing that Mercedes button down. They're like, <laughs> I mean, it's no one wants. No one has a bigger crush on anyone in the in the Formula One world than like a fifty-year-old business guy and total wolf no one yeah. no yeah. no fan girl like charlotte claire more than you know dennis <laughs> from florida who loves total wolf you know what i'm saying like that's just that's just what it is and and i think that we just think that some of the the branding it's like a little bit on some hollow ground it's it's a little bit on a little more built on some sand
4: there i get guru vibes from him he talks oh. a lot about meditation and mindfulness and like you have to clean, clean, the oh, clean
3: the oh, bathrooms. Clean the bathrooms. Cleanliness ba- about... is godliness, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, no. he talks about
4: when I go on a plane, <laughs> when I go on a plane, I turn off all electronics. Oh, no. No Wi Fi. Oh, no. And I just sit in my own thoughts. He gives a lot of yeah. like. Read a book a day, kind of.
3: Yeah, yeah. No blue lights before bed.
4: Oh no, (laughs) this is so accurate. He wakes up at
2: three thirty in the morning for his workout routine, and he's going to tell us why we're poor. He's on that Huberman
3: tip. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all about optimization. But he just, but he just mountain biked down a mountain and broke his elbow for the second time in his life this week. Here's the
4: other thing: I want to see him win when he doesn't get to spend more money than everybody. Yeah,
2: that's fair. All right, that's also fair. That's also
3: that, fair. So, so I think Lewis, it's easy. It's dependent on Toto. I think if it's Lewis gets on... the car in it, at age 41, 42, I, I believe in yep, Lewis's ability to win a okay. championship I, with a championship-winning car. The I question is whether overrated. he's going to get a championship-winning car. That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, falls because, on Toto Wolfe's shoulders. This is deep. Yeah.
2: I've, got a, I've got a follow-up question about the money thing because – there are rumors now that there were three teams that broke the cost cap regulations last year. Who, who are they? Who do you think they are? Because I've got theories. Mercedes.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Probably Red Bull again.
1: Ferrari. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ooh, Ferrari. Ferrari.
1: Ferrari's a big. I feel like they, because they had the biggest budget for many, many, many years. Like even, even during the Mercedes dominance period, Ferrari, I think, was spending like a hundred million more a year. It was ridiculous. That's also true. Like it was a stupid amount.
4: But I have a question. Cap? Yes. Isn't this all about like how good your accountants are? Because can't you yes. just fudge this better? Also, yeah,
2: Elizabeth, it, yeah. it really depends on how you like go about this. Like I personally think that Red Bull should have hired me because I'm a master at doing my taxes now uh, to maximize as many expenses as I can humanly get from my life. <laughs> And it's all about like how you justify that and what you allegedly are using it for. They can say it was in catering, all they want. But like also, I would have made that
3: convincing. Mm-hmm. I am shocked that Red Bull let that happen because Red Bull seems like they are like their Slytherin vibes. They like they would know how to cover up crimes. Mm-hmm. You know that's but kind that's of the Red thing is they.
2: I think they also were betting on the fact that they knew they weren't going to get in much trouble for it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, you're just going to make me pay a fine? Right.
1: Okay. Part
2: like, of the strategy. Yeah,
4: well, you, don't the, you, don't, you don't think the wind tunnel time is, uh, is enough? Uh,
1: not based no. on their performance.
4: <laughs> yeah, we, no. we were saying minute, that it minute, needs to be... We
3: were saying that it needs to be that, like, um, they should be able to spend... It's, that the winner should be able to spend less money the next year. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. loser whoever gets tenth place should have a higher budget by that much in the following yeah. year, and then the yeah. winner should have a low, the lowest budget in the in the in the following year.
1: It should I be like
2: good. the because, NBA because draft. In the, it,
1: the worst teams
2: exactly. get picked first.
3: Yes. Exactly. Yeah,
2: that's fair. <laughs> Welcome to Boyfriend of the Week, a recurring segment where we acknowledge who is the best. But we're gonna we'll do a little twist. We're gonna have who is our boyfriend of the season so far. Be anyone, anything—a driver, a car, a redditor—it doesn't matter who's good enough to be our boyfriend. We are gonna have Brian say his first because he has to leave.
3: I'll say my boyfriend of the season is um, uh, Zach Brown because everyone was hating on him, but he's 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 uh, f- turned that McLaren car around. And everyone can f- stop hating on the American God that is Zach Brown. That's what he's my boyfriend of the year. Okay,
1: Alanis, my boyfriend of the season is the most pressing most important most newsworthy thing that has happened every single weekend since the beginning of the year Charlotte Claire's intro in the Formula One driver introduction things <laughs> on TV where he leans <laughs> against amazing. the wall and looks yes. yeah and looks like he's so miserable because I have used that image at least two dozen times because it's relevant constantly and that has been like the one constant in my life all year. Thank you for doing that. I don't know what made you look so depressed in the Formula One intro, but actually I do because it's been relevant every single week.
4: My 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 girlfriend like <laughs> I, I I um I have like a what what makes my girlfriend stop and actually pay attention to Formula One? Yeah. test. Mm. Because she couldn't give a. F- <laughs> and when she saw him like lean up against the wall and be his pouty little self, mm, she went pouty. Ooh. <laughs> like she thought, it, she just thought it was hot. he's f- so troubled and complicated? And I just want to.
1: I want to fix him.
4: <laughs> I want to fix him. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah.
1: Wow, that you yeah. feel like Yikes. It. Okay, um, Elizabeth, are you? Good? No, I want. I want Matt to go. Matt, do you have a boyfriend okay. of the season?
4: My boyfriend of the season has got to be Max's inner demons. Yes, because. Mm-hmm. He Without Max's inner demons and Max's just ghosts and skeletons <laughs> in his closet, I mean, this season would be a lot more boring because he just manages to find problems in the lead. Ouch.
2: I love that so like, much. Like, even
4: miles away in first place, he's just fighting with GP, trying to get fastest lap, complaining about the wind. Like, what mm-hmm. the he's like, what the f*** is this wind? <laughs> I mean... He's just managing to give us drama and entertainment in what has been the least entertaining season. I, I mean, agree. Lewis. I mean, I didn't watch these seasons, but I can't imagine Lewis was more entertaining. Winning by this much,
1: I I honestly don't think so. Lewis is very, no. Lewis is very like what needs to be said gets said, and nothing else. Like he's not podcasting.
4: Thanks to everyone back the, at the factory. That's yeah. literally exactly. It.
1: Thanks guys. Thanks guys. Yay!
4: Yeah, we won exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Uh huh. So Damn. I just, I it's just, I, I think he's doing the Lord's work for us because <laughs> uh, otherwise the leader would be so boring.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true. I agree. I feel like these are very like deep boyfriend of the season picks. Like we've got layers to we this. Got deep cuts. And Elizabeth mm-hmm. has had like three minutes to get something just as deep.
2: Yeah.
5: Uh, i actually
1: i'm like invested in this now um everyone's
2: family trauma i think that's what i'm picking all of the drivers family trauma i want to compile a list of like the guys that nolan says has the juice compared to the, who has family trauma and see if there is a correlation here between oh no. being a good race car driver and also not confronting your family issues i need to know now like i'm this is going to be a study. Do you,
4: do you think do you think if Max, like, finally... Wait a minute. Here's a good question. Do you think if Max cut off contact with his dad, he would just be, like, a few tenths slower a lap?
0: See,
2: I honestly... I would think so. Because suddenly you're not... Like, I feel like it, it's your vibe shift of your entire universe has changed now. The way that you relate to mm. being yourself is different because you've cut off Jasper Stappen. I would be interested to see how that impacts him... I don't think he would be that much slower, though.
5: I
1: still think he'd be really freaking good. Do you think Max would have pursued something else in his life if he hadn't had so much um, fatherly influence and fatherly behavior? Do you think he would have, like, painted or something? Do you think Max Verstappen would be a different person without family trauma? I think what Max Verstappen would
2: be is a mediocre race car driver. Probably like there's the it, he'd be like the Jolien Palmer, you know what I mean? Like Jolien seems like he's got a good family
1: life going on, but he just wasn't very good. You're just saying that because he pushed you off of a scooter or something. Well, <laughs> I,
5: <laughs> if he didn't
1: give me a scar, maybe I wouldn't
2: have shit to say about him. Ouch. Wow,
4: <laughs> Jolien Palmer. Yeah. Wow, holy! You, sounds like you have some f- trauma with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait say, a minute. No, no, it's interesting. I have daddy
2: issues with Jolien Palmer.
4: I don't think Max even, I think, I think Yoss incepted him because he talks about this in the document series. He goes, you know, he, he says, you know, I used to take him carding and he, and he goes, I had to, in the beginning, I had to make it fun for him.
1: Huh? I had to, I had to manipulate him into liking it.
4: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How did he make it fun?
1: You can have dinner if you win.
4: (laughs) No, he knew no, 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 because when Max was very little, like a child, like a like a baby, 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 like when he was three or four, he he treated it like a fun game. Oh no. And then when he got a little bit more mature, he then he tightened the screws.
1: Oh no. Oh that's mm. terrible. So he
4: honey trapped. It's him.
1: like baby Gronk. Mm. This is like baby Gronk vibes. <laughs> um Wow. This has been incredibly enlightening. What a deep mm-hmm. dive into everyone's psyches, including our own. Thank y'all so much for coming on the show. And thank you, all of our listeners, for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about how technology changes Formula One. That's really exciting. Elizabeth wrote the whole episode like a month ago, and we kept pushing it back because of other stuff. So she's got like all this stuff about tech and Formula One that we get
5: to talk about now.
1: This was like five race car trips ago.
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is a long time ago. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe and tell all your friends to tune into the Donut Racing Show. If you want to leave us a five star and kindly worded review, it would really help us out. And we also have an email address, Show at donutmedia.com. Here's one we got recently. We might read your email out loud if it's a good one. Hearing you all talk about Max and GP's communication, it sounds like GP is using reverse psychology against Max, intentionally scolding him about tires so that he goes faster out of spite. Love the show, Santiago. Now, see?
1: He's pulling out the daddy issues. Mm. Mm Mmm. You know what? We're both very successful, and we both have daddy issues. So maybe there's something here. Um, If you're not familiar... With Donut, we have a YouTube channel as well as an automotive history podcast called Pass Gas. You can check them both out. You can follow DRS on Twitter or whatever that place is called now, at Donut Racing Show. And you can email us at Show at DonutMedia.com. I am Alanis In, as in Nicole King, on literally everything except YouTube. It's just Alanis King, and I am uploading there now. How exciting. Elizabeth is eliz underscore blackstock on Twitter, and eliz a blackstock on pretty much everything else. If you miss Nolan this week and you want to see what Soul Burner is learning about himself lately, he is at Nolan J. Sykes. And, of course, thank you so much to
2: our guests, Brian and Matt, from the Red Flags podcast Give us a rundown. Where can we find you?
3: Yeah, they could. They find us at uh, at the Red Flags Pod on TikTok and Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel where we post our full videos and our our Patreon. There's the link tree on our Instagram that has everything that's 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 our stuff, so that you can find us there.
1: And because we have been so deep on this episode today, do we have any parting advice for all of our guests in life, in Formula One, in anything? I'm putting everyone on the spot. Stop talking to your dad. I was just about to say, go no contact.
5: (laughs) Cut
4: off contact with your dad.
1: Yeah, cut off contact with your dad. (laughs) Cut off
4: contact with your
1: dad. Have a wonderful week. Stop talking to him. Goodbye.